You're listening to The Jordan Experience. Can you handle it? Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of The Jordan Experience. I am Jordan. Tori, thank you so much for joining me again this week. I want to thank the beautiful and amazing Alicia for that wonderful introduction again this week. And you guys will be hearing her each and every week right here on The Jordan Experience with those wonderful uh, introductions. So thank you again, Alicia, for doing that for me. Absolutely incredible job this week. But this week's movie is uh, is uh, one that I've never seen before. So this should be a good one. Uh, I've never seen it before until um, Alicia told me about it. She told me her top three movies were well one uh, well uh, she said the top top three movies of hers so last week we did Hamilton this week we're doing uh Fear and Luthing in Las Vegas it stars Mr. Johnny Depp and and she told me about that movie and we're gonna do that movie this week and then um there's another movie uh she told me about this week that we're gonna do next week and um I'm excited. I'm excited about um, next week's, but this week is an absolutely uh, incredible show this week. Uh, I watched the movie, and I've never seen it before, so I was really curious, and she's like, I hope you I hope you enjoy it, and I was like, so, the sweet guy that I am, I was like, man, you know what? You gotta watch all the movies that they like. You gotta watch all the movies they like, so I decided I was gonna do it, so I did, so this week we have Fear and Luthing in Las Vegas. It stars Mr. Johnny Depp. And I'm very surprised um, about some of the cast members because I was looking at the cast after the movie and I was trying to get a, a feel for it and um, of the movie. And I was thinking about the cast and I didn't recognize some of them because this movie was uh, made in 2008. Uh, no, I mean, uh, excuse me, not 2008, 1998. This movie was made, um, and it stars Mr. Johnny Depp. Um, it was kind of, it was kind of, it was kind of, uh, this movie to me was kind of like the Twilight Zone. You had, you had Johnny Depp, and you had, um, Del Toro. Del Toro plays, uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Gonzo plays Dr. Gonzo, or Attorney Gonzo, and he is best friends, well, best friends with Johnny Depp's character, Duke. And they are, Duke is an inspiring, um, not inspiring, but he's a, uh, he's a journalist. And he was, he was, he, they lived in Los Angeles, and they were told that they needed to go out to Las Vegas, and they needed to cover this race. And, the race it was kind of it was kind of uh, surprising because in this movie it started out with them driving down the highway you know getting ready and and uh, driving to Las Vegas and so I've told you in some of these movies before I've told you in some of these movies they they like to like start it from the end to the beginning so they from the ending to the beginning they start the movie so the ending was the beginning and the beginning was the end. And so they're driving down the highway and 
They're full of... Now, this movie, to me, is like... It's like this. It's like... The Twilight Zone meets Cheech and Chong. And it, whoever has not seen Cheech and Chong, this, it's, it's full of uh, drugs, full of booze, and all kinds of things. But the th one thing that I thought this movie was missing, if you're going to have the booze and you're going to have the drugs... Where's the sex? You, I didn't, I, there was no sex. Like, if you're going to tell a movie like that, you got to have the booze. You got to have the drugs. You have the booze. You have the drugs. You got, you, where's the sex? There was no sex. Like, if you're going to do that kind of movie, then add all three elements in there. So, because, you know, you mix all three of those in there and you got a party going on and there was none... Of that, so the only thing I thought that movie was missing was the sex in that, and I wasn't I wasn't disappointed, and there was no sex. I wasn't disappointed. I'm just saying, if you're gonna do a movie like that, you know, you got the booze and you got the drugs, and you got it's like Cheech and Tong, and they got the smoke everywhere, and they got this and they got that, and you don't. There was there was none of that. There was just booze. And drugs and the Twilight Zone. And when I say the Twilight Zone, don't get me wrong. I love the Twilight Zone. Very great show, great movie. Love the Twilight Zone. At the beginning of this movie, there's like a narrator, okay? And I wish for one day, for one day, I wish someone would narrate me. Like, as I went throughout my day, someone would just stand behind me and I can just hear a voice of someone telling the story of my day and just narrate it for me. Like, that would just be, that would just blow me away. To me, that would just blow me away. And I love movies like that. I love movies like this because they're narration. Like, someone do a narration for me like they did for Johnny Depp. And Johnny Depp in this movie sounds like the guy from um, Unsolved Mysteries, okay? So, and when you were a kid back in the day and about this in this time and, and this day and age, you remember Unsolved Mysteries. And Unsolved Mysteries, you had the guy standing there in the dark with the smoke in the, in the, uh, in the, uh, oh, what do you call that? The, uh, trench coat. And he would stand there with the, under the light pole and he would just, tonight on Unsolved Mysteries. And that, that, and Johnny Depp in this movie sounded just like him. Like, he sounded just like him because of the fact that I thought he was going to tell me something, like, deep. And he had this deep voice going, and, like, there was a murder going to happen in any second. And this was not what this movie was about. There was no murder. But I'm just saying that if you have that kind of voice, man, he just sounded like the guy from Unsolved Mysteries. And I just couldn't help that because it really did. He really did sound like the guy from Unsolved Mysteries. And I was like, yes, this is awesome. This is what I'm talking about. Give me more of this, of narration and Johnny Depp's uh, 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 hard voice in there. And it, and it just, and it mushed, and it made a great movie. And so when she, she when Alicia tells me about these movies, I don't, I don't get nervous about not, and never seeing these movies before. That doesn't the part that, that gets to me, because I enjoy movies like this that I've never seen before. So I can tell you guys the story right here on the podcast. And those are the movies I like. Those are the movies that I enjoy telling you the stories about, what I think, and, and because I feel like that this is, what the, this is what the podcast is about. 
telling the story, telling what you really think about a movie. Yes, we're going back in time to like 1998, but that's not the problem. Because I know you guys are going to sit here and you guys are going to listen to it and you guys are going to blow it up. Because last week you guys blew up Hamilton. I was very impressed with the listeners. I went back and checked the numbers and looked at the numbers and you guys blew Hamilton up. And when I say you did, you blew it up. I don't like to tell my numbers or anything like that on the air, which I would never do. But I'm just saying that it was awesome. It was incredible. So thank you guys so much for all your support for listening to the Jordan Experience. But we got Johnny Depp and we got uh, uh, Del Toro in this movie. He plays the attorney of uh, Gonzo. So we got Gonzo, we got Duke, and they're on their way to Las Vegas, and they are uh, covering this uh, sporting event. And they are Johnny Depp is uh, Duke is writing a story because he works for the newspaper, and he needs to write the story about uh, the race that is about to go on. So. They have 48 hours to get there. And so I told you they played the, the ending at the beginning and the beginning at the end of the movie. So it goes back a little way. So about 15 minutes, they go back into the movie. And they're at this table. And they get this phone call at the dinner table. And they're sitting there eating and, and having a good time and enjoying their, their cocktails. And their drinks look really good. I don't know what they were, but they, they look cool, so... But I, I enjoyed the drinks. And so they are sitting there drinking the drinks. They, this little guy comes around and he brings the phone. He says, I think you've been waiting on this phone call. He picks up the phone and says, hello? Yes, we will be there. We will be there any minute. 48 hours to Las Vegas, we will be there. Johnny Depp goes, does his deep voice and it's just like, all right, let's go. So his attorney, Gonzo, says, hey, we need to rent a, like, a fast car and we need to get it going here with a fast car and, and just fly down on the highway. He's like, you either need a fast car, a convertible, or you need a motorcycle, and you need some of these things. So before they get in the car, the little man brings the phone in, and uh, he kind of like chunks the change at him because here you go, you want a tip? You can brush off. So they didn't pay their bill. This is the funny part. They didn't pay the bill. They just got up, left the table. The little dude's chasing after him. Says, sir, sir, you didn't pay your bill. They both open the door at the same time and flies back, hits the dude in the face, and he flies back and knocks him out. Completely knocks the dude back. He falls back. They run outside. They're not paying the bill, and they just take off, and they're having a hard time trying to find a car. They get the booze in the car. And when I said they got boo, when I said they got booze and drugs in the car, I mean they got a briefcase full of cocaine and heroin and uh, we about to get high like no other high. And they are just rolling along here, getting it going. And they're just, you know, they are getting it going. And uh, they are doing their thing. And um, they get the car and they get going to Las Vegas. And it's from Los Angeles to Las Vegas is like 400 miles. And 400 miles isn't that bad. And because, so me, I love to drive. Like, I will drive one hour, two hours. I drive 45 minutes each and every day just to get to work. And I enjoy that. I enjoy going, I enjoy driving to work and enjoying that time to work. Because that me driving to work is my time to think. 
my time just to, for me to get myself together and get the day going and just here we go. We're going to start the day. We're going to kick the day's ass and we're going to blow it down the doors. That's the mindset I always have and I always will. So 45 minutes is nothing. 400 miles is nothing. So they did get going. And I don't remember this little guy's name in this movie. And I don't really see him on this cast list. But there was this little dude. They were on the way to Vegas. They got the drugs. They're doing the drugs. And they start. And uh, Johnny Depp's character, Duke, starts seeing these bats fly all up in the sky. And he's like swanting back and forth. And he starts seeing things. Because the drugs are getting to him. And I say, they're getting to him. They're getting to him. But in the movie, it, it continues to go on and on and on. The drugs continue to get worse and worse for them as they are doing the drugs. So they do the drugs and they like seeing things and it's like flying back and forth. And we got the bats flying at him. He's swatting and he's all over the highway and it's just absolutely crazy. And it's funny. It is funny though. It's funny because... You got the movie here, and, and they got the bats, and you got Johnny Depp's character. He goes in the back with this kid that they just, this hitchhiker they picked up. And the kid kind of looked like Macaulay Calkins, but I'm looking at the cast list, and it wasn't Macaulay Calkins. So, I don't think it was really him in, um, in that movie. So, I was kind of, uh, I don't know, I... I I would have to go more into depth with it, but uh, no, I didn't. He, he to me, he didn't seem like uh, he was in the movie. But um, and also in this movie, we had uh, um, Catherine. Um, I'll get to her in a minute. But uh, they're on the way to Las Vegas. They get to Las Vegas finally. Pick up the hitchhiker. He like completely freaks out because they get in the car with him and they start seeing things and the guy starts spamming out. Uh, the attorney, uh, Goose, he starts uh, starts spamming out really bad and the drugs are getting to him and he's like, and then Johnny Depp's character, Duke, says, all right, here, take this, man. Take this. Sniffs it up his nose or whatever. Gives it to him and he's like, all right, man, we are good to go. We are good to go. And they continue with their journey. The guy freaks out, jumps out of the car, jumps out of the convertible, says, I'm not dealing with you freaks no more. I'm out of here. He skedaddles. He's gone. And he, they take off and says, fine, you be that way. And they drive off. Johnny Depp's character and uh, the attorney, uh, Gunez, um, <laughs> He, they drive off together, and they finally make it to Las Vegas. So they said before they went, um, they're they're there to cover a story, and they're there to, to cover the uh, the races. And so they got their convertible. They get going. They get to the hotel. They kind of check in, and then um, Catherine Hume's character she plays the Dex clerk. If you've never seen Catherine uh, uh, Hume, um, she plays in uh, Who's the Boss? And she plays. The grandmother and I did not recognize her in the movie as the desk clerk. No idea that was her. But I'm looking at the cast list and I'm like, oh, that was her in that movie. So yes, she's a wonderful actress. I love her to death. She plays amazing in Who's the Boss. So she did an absolutely incredible job with the desk clerk here. Her with her and Johnny Depp. They get into it kind of, and she and Johnny Depp's character 
he starts spamming out really bad too once they get to the hotel and the drugs just start uh, getting worse for him. And he starts seeing things and the floor starts coming up and, and uh, you know how you see those uh, different kinds of carpets? It does those little swirly things in the carpets. Well, Johnny Depp w was seeing that but they were like coming from the ground and he could see them and the drugs were continuing to get worse and worse for him. And he was kind of like spamming out on the thing. But I'm telling you, that was the whole point. Like it was, the movie was like kind of like, um, like I, what I said was kind of like, um, um, Twilight Zone meets, uh, what did I say? Twilight meet Twilight Zone meets, uh, I completely forgot. Like the, it was like the Twilight Zone. And they're, they're at it, and they're doing the little Twilight Zone. They got the drugs, and they're doing all those things, and they're seeing everything. And then here's the part that, you know, kind of threw me off, okay? So, Catherine Hume said, uh, your room's not ready. And so, um, Del Toro said in the movie, he, uh, are turning Gonzo, he says, well, we'll be in the hotel bar. You come get us when the room is ready. So, they go to the hotel bar. And Duke, he starts freaking out again, and he's like, these, all these people are in the bar, and they all start, like, freaking out, like, and turning, like, monsters and stuff. And that was the only part that I didn't understand. Like, you turn into monsters. I can understand you, like, uh, seeing things and all that, but I didn't understand the part where you see the monsters. Like, no, I don't, I don't see the monsters. And it was kind of different. And that's the part that kind of like threw me off because I was like, monsters. And I was like, monsters, monsters. And then I just put a question mark about it and I thought we were going to come back to it in the movie and we didn't. So it was kind of different and that part just kind of like threw me off there. And so they get to get to going. They, he completely freaks out, Duke does, once he sees the monsters. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, uh, Gonzo shakes him. The attorney shakes him and says, all right, let's go, man. Snap out of it. Snap out of it. Snap out of it. So he snaps out of it. He starts seeing regular people again. They go about their business. So um, they go up to the room, check it out. It's cool. It's an okay room. It's not. It's Vegas. You know, you're not there to stay in the room in Las Vegas. If you've ever been to Las Vegas... I would say don't get the most expensive room because you won't be in the room the majority of the time. Because Vegas is there to, like, have a good time. Go out. Have a good time. Because you're not going to be sitting in the room. Because I'm not, I wasn't sitting in the room by any means. To me, this movie was me, like, when I was, like, 18, 20 years old. Okay? I was I was partying. I was doing the cool things and the now the heavy drugs. No 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 no. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. The alcohol. Okay, that's a different story. Cause I love a good cold beer. I love a good cold beer. But the drugs. No, that wasn't me. Um, but they were going along in the movie and they get to the room. It's a nice room. And he starts seeing things again, Duke does, and he starts seeing things and he said, oh, all right, we got to go, we got to start covering the story. And they hear a knock on the door and he says, hey, I'm your photographer for this week. The guy comes in, he's like a completely like different kind of dude. He's kind of different, I didn't like him, 
um, him playing that part, and I don't remember who it was. Um, I don't see him on the cast list. So, he only was there for like, probably like 15 minutes of the movie. So, that part really didn't make a difference. But, because they get out there, they get out in the desert. So, I forgot to tell you this. This is the most important part in the whole movie. Johnny Depp's character, okay? He had, he does two things that I love. He does two things in this movie that I love. He wears this hat, and he always, always, always has a cigarette in his mouth. Always. And I thought that was awesome. That, that, that just made his whole character with him with the cigarette and the hats and just having that whole different persona. And that just, that went for Johnny Depp. And that made his character for this movie. I thought it was great that he did that and that he always had a cigarette in his mouth. And it wasn't like, he wasn't like, it was like, uh, you know, back in the days, you know how those had those long things and then they put the cigarette on the, on the end. Well, he had like a little one and then he put a cigarette in and he would be like smoking it right there. And I thought that was just awesome. That, that just made his character. He talked with it in his mouth. He drank with it in his mouth. And I thought the funny part about it was that he wore this hat all the time. But under the hat, he was completely, like, bald. He was bald. And and it was kind of different. But I, I enjoyed that part of the character for him. I did. I enjoyed that. So, yes, I give it up to him. I give it up to him. Also in this movie... Um, was uh, they were covering the mag- they covering it and they go out to the desert and they covered the story, but all in this whole time, you don't he's not he's not really getting his story that he needs to get for the magazine. He it's just like different because he can never write his story because he was so fucked up on drugs and it was just like completely different. It was like completely different and. So he was all messed up on the drugs and all of that, and he was getting to that, and so he didn't finish. He didn't finish the story because he was so much on drugs, and the drugs continued to get worse and worse and worse for them as the movie went along. So one night they decided they were going to go out uh, after the race, after the first night of the race, and they go out and they go from hotel to hotel. And this part was awesome too. They go to this one hotel, and it was uh, the Circus Hotel. And um, the Circus Hotel was always the coolest hotel. But the part that really freaked me out about this hotel, they get to the they get to the hotel or the the casino there, the Circus Casino, and um, they had all the acting and the circus going on and everybody and, and all the flips and stuff, which I love because I love the circus. I think it's awesome. And so they would go to this hotel. And they parked right up there on the curb, and they were like, Sir, you can't park here. You can't park here, sir. Sir, this is not a spot. And the drugs are just like, taking over their bodies and everything, and it was just completely crazy. And so I love that. That was awesome. So they go to the hotel, and they get on this, like, you know the carousel, and it goes around, and it got the horses and stuff. Okay, so this was a carousel bar. Like, I've never seen this before, and I've been to Las Vegas multiple times, and I've never seen this before. So, next time I go to Vegas, I need to find this. I need to find this thing. So, hopefully, it's still there in the circus, uh, casino, and bar and hotel, because I'm going to go find this place. It was a carousel bar, and, and it went around in a circle, and it was like, okay, that that's cool. And then, as you said at the bar, it did the opposite direction. 
clockwork, clockworks. And uh, so for me, me sitting at that bar and then me drinking all that at the time, I would be like, no, no, that doesn't work for me. I can't do that. I can't do the, I can't do the, uh, the drinking and the and going around in circles all night and just people watching me like that at the bar. Is they had seats on the outside of the carousel so you could like watch the people at the bar. Like I don't want no one to watch me drink like that. Like who are you to like sit there and watch me drink? No thanks. So they get into this big old fight, Duke and uh, Gonzo did, and uh, they like kicks him off the carousel, kicks his ass, and says, "Let's go, let's go," because the drugs are like taking over his body. And for me, if I ever, if this ever happened in real life, the way they acted in this movie, and I drove home under the influence they were, like it would not be pretty. It would not be pretty of me, like the influence they were under with the drugs and the alcohol and the booze and all that. Like, I would never make it home if that was, like, real life. So, no, that would be, like, a no-no for me. That would be definitely a no-no. So, the guy calls, and they, like, by this time, they have, like, trashed the hotel. They have trashed one hotel, and the magazine owner calls, or the, his boss did, says, hey, you're in the wrong hotel. You're supposed to be in the Flingo Hotel down the street. So he goes and, and and they and they trashed this hotel. They trashed it, like it is gone. So he says, "Well, I don't have the money to pay for this. I don't have the money." So he goes and he's like, "I'm gonna try to get out of here." And Gonzo, he kind of left in the middle of the movie, like he just like kind of vanished. And I don't really know what happened with that part. So he was gone for like 30 minutes in the movie. So he takes off. He left Duke by himself, and he was like, hey, we need to meet your attorney. The owner, the manager would love to meet him of who he was. He takes off. He says, oh, no, no, he's busy right now. You can't, you won't be able to see him. So he goes, and he sees him, and uh, he says to him, hey, you know, um, he says to him, um, he says, uh, yeah, we need to meet the manager. And he says, oh, no, he's uh, really busy. You won't be able to meet him. So they trash this hotel. He takes off. He blows this hotel off because he can't afford it. Because they were charging him like $30 a minute, he said, for like room service. Like, how are you going to charge somebody uh, $30 a minute for room service for food you didn't even order? Like, okay, that's different. And... So he gets to the next hotel, he's, he calls his boss, and I didn't know this. So the guy that plays his boss is really Mark Harmon. Like, nah, whoa, that didn't look anything like Mark Harmon. Like, anybody who knows where I'm from, I'm from Oklahoma, and Mark Harmon is also from Oklahoma. So he used to do a charity baseball game here for a long time ago down there at the Chickasaw Bricktown Ballpark. And so I didn't even know that was Mark Harmon because I think Mark Harmon's a really great guy. Met him a couple times during the charity stuff. And he's a really great guy. So uh, I didn't even know that was Mark Harmon. So I really enjoyed that part with uh, Mark Harmon in the, in the movie. And I didn't even know that. So I had to go back and watch that part for him. And I was like, oh, okay. Now I see Mark Harmon. And uh, they go to the next hotel. Gonzo is waiting there with like this 12-year-old girl. Says and says, uh, hey, yeah, I found this really cool girl, and they're sitting in the room, and 
And he was like, and Duke goes in there and says, do you know how old this girl is? She's like 12 years old, dude. But really, she wasn't like 12. She was like 16, I think, in the movie. But she looked like she was 12. And she does. She So she looks at him and says, oh, no, you get, this girl's got to go. This girl's like, you're underage, and you're going to get like taken away by the cops if you don't get rid of this girl. So he says, oh, no, she's a really big Barbara Streisand fan, and we're going to go meet her backstage tonight. Like, why would you lie to that girl and say, no, she was an artist? No, she wasn't an artist. Those paintings were ugly as hell. That looked nothing like Barbara Streisand, okay? I've seen Barbara Streisand, and that doesn't look nothing like Barbara Streisand. So I'm sorry, but no. And so this girl's got to go. And that was played by, uh, oh, who was that? Um... Um, who was that girl? I don't see her in the cast list. I don't know why they don't do that. I do not know why they don't do that. But also, he tries to take off. He tries to go back. Or so after that, so he gets rid of her. He tries to go back to Los Angeles. He's stopped by the Highway Patrol. And then stop, And he is stopped by Gary Bass. Gary Bass, if you've never seen who Gary Bass is, Gary Bass is, uh, he played in The Apprentice. Well, Donald Trump, okay? Great guy. He's kind of like the, uh, he's he's crazy in real life, but he's, he's, he's crazy in real life, good crazy. So he plays the highway patrol, stops him, says, oh, no, you got to turn around. You got to go back to Vegas. No, you got, you got to. Turns around, threatens him and says, hey, can I kiss you? I need to smell your breath. Like, whoa, hold the front door. Now we ain't doing any of that too. So he goes back to Las Vegas has a good time. They're in back in the hotel. Trashes this hotel. It's bad. It's worse than the first hotel because this hotel is like flooding with water and everything. And it's just like, it's really bad. So, then Gonzo has this like knife. And he like trips out completely. And he's sitting in this bathtub. And like he's got the tidy whities on and everything. And he's got the knife. And he says, I will cut you. I will cut you, bitch. And he tries to stab Duke, and it just turned completely, like, ugly. Ugly, ugly. And he tries to kill him. The drugs are, like, taking over his body again. Again. So, he he's spamming out again. The other guy, Duke's spamming out again. So, but in the end, in the end here, here, check this out. In the end, they don't even finish the race. Like, he didn't even finish it. He didn't even finish his story. He didn't finish the story. He didn't finish the race. The race was only talked about for like five minutes in the complete whole movie. But I think that was the awesome part about it. You leave out the race. You leave out the whole story thing. He's got his typewriter. He's trying to write on it. Like for me, I could never write on type, type on a typewriter. Nope. Give me a computer. Give me, give me an iWatch or something or on my iPad or something. I'll type whatever you want out. Don't give me no typewriter. We ain't back in that day. Nope. No, thank you. So, but in the end, it was a great movie. They spam out. They take him back to the to the uh, to the airport. Crashes through security. Says, "I'm gonna crash to the desert." Grows for the airport. Says, "I gotta get there in five minutes." He was like, have, "Duke was like, have I ever missed a flight before? I'm not gonna start now." Drives off. Makes it to the runway. Stops right next to the plane. Kicks him out, and he gets on the airplane, and Duke drives off into the sunset. Happy ending. Great movie. Loved it. I thought it was really cool. 
I thought the acting was great in it with uh, Johnny Depp, uh, Del Toro in the movie, and I thought it was absolutely amazing. Those two together played a really great, great movie right there. And it, that kind of movie right there, it was like, uh, oh, like I said, it was like the Twilight Zone meets Cheech and Chong. Cheech and Chong was full of drugs too, and they were high all the time. These guys were high all the time too. And so those things kind of mished together. So to get Duke and, and so if they did a movie like this, this would be cool. Cheech and Chong and Duke and Gonzo together, the four of them in one movie, I'm telling you, that would be one hell of a movie. And I'd be in the movie theater with my popcorn, with my large Dr. Pepper in my hand, watching this movie, or my favorite, Mr. Pibb. Watching this movie, because to me, it was, to me, this is a great movie. I give this movie an 8 out of 10, okay? I really do, I, honestly. Honest opinion here, people. I told you what I didn't like. I, I told you what I didn't like about the movie. It was kind of different, but I liked it. I, I thought it was a great movie. They did. They put it together in 1998. Great movie. Great acting. Johnny Depp. Hey, someone give me a narrator in, in my life, too. And it would be one hell of a day for Jordan. I'm telling you. There would be some crazy stuff going on in my life if we had a narrator. I'm telling you. I would do some crazy stuff. But fantastic movie. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a great movie. I really do. I thought it was a great movie. And um, I can't wait for you guys to see Alicia's next movie for next week. Because that one's going to be even better than we had what this week is too. So you guys be on the lookout for that movie. So thank you to the beautiful and amazing Alicia for this wonderful movie this week with Fear. Um, fear, uh, fear and Luthing in Las Vegas. Thank you Alicia for that wonderful this week. Uh, this week's movie. Thank you to her uh, for that. From everybody here at the Jordan Experience, I am Jordan Tory, and we'll see you guys next week. Also, oh, I forgot one more thing. Guys, log on to the Facebook page at the Jordan Experience and also on our Instagram page at the Jordan Experience underscore. Guys, check this out. Leave comments, uh, share, comment, like. Uh, please do that for me. Also, from everybody here at the Jordan Experience, I am Jordan Tory, and we'll see you guys next week.